This is a HeadGum Podcast. Big Rye here. Before we start the episode, I want to talk to you guys about breakfast. Remember as a kid how exciting breakfast was? If you had done the work, if you'd done your due diligence and you convinced your mom or dad to buy you some some kid-friendly sugary cereal, you know, they got marketed to you on, this, on the cartoons, you know? You convinced them that, that that you could have this cereal that maybe it was nutritious for you. If you're able to pull that off, bravo. I I wasn't. My mom was my mom was wise to all those scams. She'd let me have it on special occasions, and man, I got to tell you, I was pumped for those breakfasts where I was when I knew that I had a big old box of sugary cereal downstairs waiting for me. Well, times change, guys. I've changed. Listen, I've changed. Goddamn it, I'm not the same guy I used to be when I was a nine year old. I've evolved. I want to. I want to eat something nutritious. I'm. I actually agree with my mom now, and so I'm looking for a healthy cereal. I'm looking for something that not only is low sugar but actually gives me some nutrients. That's why I'm all about Magic Spoon cereal. Let me tell you about it. It's got zero grams of sugar, thirteen to fourteen grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And on top of that, it's only 140 calories per serving. So listen. You know, not only are you getting some protein out of this, not only are you uh, eliminating that sugar that you used to get with that other garbage cereal, you're uh, you're only getting it, you're only in it at 140 calories a serving, minimal impact calorically, guys. It's also keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, low carb, and GMO free. So whatever diet constraints you might have, whatever lifestyle you're trying to lead, Magic Spoon has got you covered. Okay. Also, we got some exciting news here on the Magic Spoon front. They are releasing two new amazing flavors this month for limited time only. We're talking about cookies and cream, and we're talking about maple waffle. And if that isn't enough, why not combine the two, right? You say cookies and cream isn't enough on its own. Combine it with the maple waffle. Yeah, you're allowed to do that. I do it with other flavors. I'm going to try it with these guys because I'm a wild man. I'm a freak. I'm a super freak. Look. It doesn't get more indulgent than that, but it's only indulgent from a flavor standpoint, not from a calorie standpoint. Uh, You got to treat yourself, guys. Um, Or you can build your own box. You can do that with the available flavors. Uh, You can custom bundle cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. Uh, My wife and I mix the the peanut butter and uh, chocolate. We're making a peanut butter cup of damn cereal like a bunch of freaks. My wife's a freak like I am. (laughs) So get after it. Have fun. Why not? What do y'all got to lose? Uh, Listen, we got a good deal for you guys. I want you to go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab the new limited edition cookies and cream and maple waffle or a custom bundle of cereal to try today. And be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. This offer is now good anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. You've got nothing to lose. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. 
This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nope, just a couple of dumbbells, love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And the health can start right now. Now. It's, hey, it's just time. It's time. It's, it's just the two of us time. Eugene Stang coming in. We wanted to talk to you guys. We wanted to talk to you guys directly. Uh, Eugene is fitting it in. He's up against it. Busy guy. What are um, you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Gotta, you got to figure it out. You know, like, it's crazy to just like focus on like, ah, I got to make sure I get enough sleep. That's like my biggest thing. Yeah. Um, gone are the rise and grind days. Like that's, that's dumb. That's stupid. And we know that now before it was always like, you know, you were celebrating. We've talked about it a bunch on the show, but you, you know, you'd celebrate like, man, I'm a two hour sleep kind of guy in the midnight oil. Yeah. Stupid. Nobody's doing that. Fucking Tom Brady's getting perfect sleep. He's wearing recovery, recovery clothes. He's sure. nine hours a night in optimum temperature. And the guy fucking wins seven Super Bowls. So, you know, who's not Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He's a little old that, school. He's a little old school. He's yeah. up at 3.30 and, you know, making his plans or he's whatever. He's doing cinder block uh, curls. Yeah. 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 Can you feel it, baby? I can too. Oh. Drug free. So put the crack up. Oh, man. You know he's not drug free still. No, no, no. He's St- juicing. Strictly hip hop. Boy, I'm singing this. Do you think he's competing? Like he looks at the Rock's Instagram and stuff, and is still trying to compete with him? Because you know, on the day during um, Pain and Gain, Pain and Gain, he was trying real hard to get oh, in there. I think for sure, as as far as being like the buff brand, yeah, you know, I mean, because he's trying to brand himself and sell supplements and products and stuff too. Sure, and he is oddly popular. Like he has endured somehow. I don't know what. How or why or whatever, but this guy does seem to have some kind of like crazy brand. What was it, Anthony Mackey, the third guy? Yeah, I like him. He's doing good. Yeah, he's got the uh, um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, Yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier show, and and he's taken over for Captain America. I think right. He is. Yeah, he is Captain America. Yeah, he's Captain America. We're talking about it like you know he's taking over like it's a job that's in real life. (laughs) Oh, he's taking over that job. Yeah, he sure is. Good for him. The most good for he's been working so hard. He, the most important thing is that he changes his facial hair um, yeah. when he takes yeah. the, when he takes the shield. Yeah, you gotta. He's got yeah, something. He yeah. had a beard thing that I wasn't always because he's a handsome guy, but it was a, yes. he had a strange beard thing. Like, uh, and he, even like Tony Stark had weird. I don't know what was the deal. Like, I don't know if we're gonna look at the, that facial hair ten years from now and be like, oh man, look at that. That made sense. It didn't even I make sense was, now. I, I, no, I think it was a choice. Yeah, I think it was a choice to look more like a cartoon or a comic. Okay, I, like I, to like you know characterize like it a little bit more. Yeah, like it's a uh, not, uh, yeah a panel. I mean, it's not what Mickey Rourke was doing with Whiplash or whatever, but <laughs> I think that was just was like, that that's accent? how he showed up. Yeah, was yeah. Was that accent for the comic? <laughs> yeah, because it. Who knows? I got to rewatch part two. Part two is a weird one, right? Yeah, because yeah. three that's, they they came back pretty strong. Yeah, they were like, hang on a second. We got to keep, we're planning on making more of these based yeah. on the first one. Yeah. Two's a, two's a, which is the one where he's da- like at the beginning where he's listening to that blues song. Is that part two? I um, think that's blue. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That song was a fucking banger. Banger. Killing it. Let's answer a question real quick. Yeah, right off the bat. Right out the gates here. This is coming to us from Eric. 
Um, now, Eric, uh, hey, 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 the dumbbells. Uh, we love you, buddy. Thank you for the long. He gives us a long backstory about. Oh, good. Uh, I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll lay it all out there for you. Eight years ago, I moved from a new job and started slowly making more health conscious decisions to lose weight and look better. I started food journaling to get my gluttony at bay, smoking less weed, eventually got into bouldering at my local gym, and now stay active with HIT and strength training one to two days a week, uh, one day of longer cardio, and two to three days of lifting. I also weigh myself daily and log my eating so I can lose that last 10 pounds. I'm a male, 5'11", 35. I went from 230 pounds to 180 in the nice. first two years and have been maintaining between 185 and 170 for the last three years. Food is 85% whole foods and proteins, and I also recently found out my wife is pregnant with our first child, which is crazy. I'm doing no recreational drugs or alcohol in solidarity with her until the baby arrives, uh, while also working to reduce and hopefully eliminate added sugar from our diets. Um, because I've been at this for years, I'm wondering what's next. I used to sign up for ra races to try to get better at climbing, but everything is now shut down um, and group fitness goal is difficult. I've gotten into bodyweight workouts and I have a stretch goal of 12 deep one-legged squats and five one-arm push-ups, but don't know if that's achievable in a six-month period. And I also always had a, a long-term vanity goal of looking better naked. Doesn't everyone, he says, question mark. Uh, hmm. But with so little movement on the scale and in my measurements these last few years, I'm wondering if that should be refocused into a fitness goal so I can focus on positive gains and self-acceptance. My question is, uh, what do you like better, French fries? No. Uh, my question is, how do you find new challenges and goals as you find yourself in new life circumstances? Do you avoid vanity goals? Knowing I'm going to have a newborn and zero free time in seven months, I'm trying to find some realistic short and long goals that I can carry on uh, without with after everything changes forever. Nutrition, question mark, sleep, question mark, baby assisted lifting, question mark. Any advice uh, for more experienced parents on what to expect with the next zero to two years and keeping healthy with setting realistic goals would be greatly appreciated. Love the pod. Thanks for everything. Eric or Odd Drums on Twitter. Nice. So a lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack. Fairly the main one. Fairly you know, straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. The main one. Uh, the journey was great. Journey. I guess was the main. The main issue or the main question is just being a new dad. I mean, which is amazing, and also, yeah, it's it's gonna change everything for you in various ways, and um, and the, and what it's gonna attack really is that sleep. Is that sleep? Is that sleep? We were just you know, talking about it as we just opened the show. Yeah. yeah, and that's what that's what'll hit you know on a daily basis, and you'll feel okay, and you know you'll feel like oh I might be back at a hundred, but you'll be back at like seventy five for the first two years or so. So it's like <laughs> you know it's true, right? Yeah, you'll yeah. be at like seventy five. Yeah, man. And then and then you know you'll start peeking out of there. But so like the next seven months, it's a good time for you to kind of reassess what your goals are right now. Try to, you know, find some fitness goals that you can commit to for the next six months. Because if you're seven months away, then like maybe the next six months, you just kind of put a roadmap in front of you of what you think you can be, can be attainable while 
that you have a newborn. And then whatever you think can be attainable when you have that newborn, cut it in half. Yeah. And then say that that's enough. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Congratulations on all the good stuff there. Uh, you know, your, your health journey was interesting and relatable and yeah. it seems like you got a good, like you got a good grounded approach to all of it. I think vanity goals are fine. I, I, I sure. still, I still use them. Um, but I'm, I'm with you, Eric, in regards to, you know, how do I adjust with this new baby? And yeah. I mean, you can have it all, but what you, what you will need to do and maybe what you could do in this time that you have, I would just go for it. whatever you wanted to do, do now, take advantage of all the time, enjoy it. But also I, at the same time, if you're kind of, if you're looking at like how to save up acorns for the winter or whatever, I would, um, that's a saying, right? I would, sure. I would line up as many resources as possible. So, um, you, you know, Eugene's referenced this, this place that he uses recently. What's it called again, Huge? A uh, street parking. Yeah. Yeah. Street parking or something similar to where it's like, okay, baby's here. I have, uh, a program that I can do that's three days a week and it's about a half hour a workout or whatever it is. And so if you know that, if you know the language of it, if you trust it, then when the baby shows up, you can, okay, I got my, I'm covered. I, I can, I know I can sneak away for 30 minutes, three days a week or two days a week, whatever it is. And it's, it's done in 20 or 30 minutes and I'm still covered. And I think that will be, that'll keep you, you know, your baseline level of fitness up, it'll keep you mentally in the game. And then you won't have all this pressure on yourself of like, you know, I've got no sleep, I've got no time and I'm failing on my five day a week workout program or whatever, whatever it was before. So it's just like, it's just knowing what, and you have to look at it. If you want to, if you want to use our professor professional athlete, uh, model, that we talk about, treat yourself like a professional athlete. Look at it as like you're in season, you know, when you're, yeah. when you're, if, especially if like you're an NBA player and you have such a busy regular season where you're playing multiple games a week, you can't fucking train and practice seven days a week. It doesn't happen. So you go to in, in season mode and then you just, you know, you make the most of what time you have available. So it's a little bit of flexibility, you know, some strength training and some cardio stuff to kind of keep all that stuff up. And then, you know, just make sure that it's, it's reasonably timed and that you're in and out of the the gym or whatever you're doing in your house in 30 minutes and you've got you know you a lot a couple of days a week. Yeah, be my advice. No, that sounds that's pretty, you know, pretty much on the same page as I am, you know. It's and and then whatever those goals are and whatever that is, you have to, you know, forgive yourself for, you know, realizing that you just need sleep that day or something else, you know, and you can't do it or whatever. Eugene's a good Eugene's a good touchstone for that because Eugene can fucking like, he can work out in a phone booth in Fiji. He can like, like whatever, whatever he's up again, like he figures something out. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm in like, I've got two by two space. I've got six minutes a day. All right. There's a few things that I can do and like, he'll fucking do it and maintain. And then when he's got time, then he does it more, you know, he's never really fallen off, you know, despite no, not having, comp you know, just so, because I mean, also it's a, you know, um, a mental game and it's like uh you know it's it's making sure that my mindset is like if i if i took it out completely then i i think i would start falling apart you know like as far as mentally and like yeah. you know it's it's like it's it's making sure that you know my mindfulness is there and that's part of it you know like that's my therapy is just having something to look forward to that 
has something to do with fitness or moving my body. And we all do. I mean, but especially, you know, the a few guests we've had on who didn't really feel that runner's high or whatever that, that thing is, uh, when you exercise regularly, once you do feel it, then you, you don't want to get rid of it and you don't want to lose it because, you know, it, it does, um, help you stay happy. Like, yeah physically and mentally serotonin serotons dopamine serotons hey you know my girl serotons she makes you me know feel serotons. good hey, hey, hey she make me feel good you know that dopamine that serotons <laughs> but yeah i mean and they're here i mean they're you know everybody talks about them all the jocks talk about them all the fitness people talk about a lot these of jock things, talk a lot of fit a lot of jock talk a lot of jock talk fit talk but it holds up, and yeah. and it is those like couple of things where it's just like there are a couple of things. No matter how you break it down, and however people are going to sell it to you, it comes down to calories in versus calories out, and moving regularly. Yeah, and more than more than you did. Yeah, just keep moving. But just keep moving. Um, I I couldn't be more happy for you, Eric. Yeah, uh, you're in for a treat, man. You're gonna have fun with this bambino. You are, you are, and it's going to take you a little while to start getting back to it, and and or or you might just try to jump into it right away, but just make sure you're you're mindful of your body and and you give yourself time to recover. Yep, and something is always better than nothing, man. Yes. Uh, so yeah, fit it in. You know, a lot of those recovery days. You know, light on sleep. It's a stretch day. You know, it's still yeah. it still counts. It all counts. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's cool. So, okay, so what what have you been doing for workouts with press time? You're doing some home stuff. You're still doing. I'm some doing lift- some home stuff. You know, like my I, I make sure that on my weekends, my Saturdays and Sundays, I'm I'm really putting in like a full workout in. Okay, like taking the time to just you know that's that is for me that I'm just like I need a, a full hour or anywhere from forty minutes to a full hour to just like do the full. 20 minute or 15 minute stretch warm up that I tell you that I'm doing into the 30 minute workout and then still have time to recover and cool down afterwards, you know? Um, but really like going for it for, you know, having intensity days at least twice a week. And then, um, and, and I know that falls on the weekends for me. And then during the week, I just kind of fit it in where I could fit it in. Your late I mean, call, the, you do a ride or something. and Yeah, yeah. At late call, I'll do like a 20-minute or 30-minute ride in the morning. Or I wrap early, then I'll do one at night after the kids are sleeping. Um, uh, or, you know, through the day, you know, as long as my days are at work, you know, it varying from like, you know, 10 to 14 hours a day. There's always a little you know, break when they're like turning the cameras around. Now that could only be like 10 or 15 minutes, but, you know, having guys like Gabe around who, you know, has been a guest on the podcast and is a very fit guy, you know, we're, we're focused on like, you know, in, in where our chairs are, especially with COVID, there's not that many places you can just kind of hang out. So we kind of have to kind of hang out in, if you've seen the Tacoma show, there's um there's the bunk room where we all sleep in the show. That's also where they put our like, you know, cast chairs and stuff. So we'll just bring like I'll bring my kettlebells in there or he'll have oh, like cool. his perfect push ups things or whatever. And it's like if I have ten minutes because they're turning something around, I'll just kind of like 
move. Yeah. You know, do some do some push-ups. Like there's a there's some days where we're just like, "Hey, we have to both do 200 push-ups today." Right. So then over the course a of the day, ability, a yeah. little, yeah. We'll do 20 here, 20 there, 10 times and, you know, you've got 200 push-ups. Now, what what about what's going on with Marcus? Is he getting in on any of that? Marcus will get into he he brings his some stuff, you know, with him that okay. or he'll use the 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 kettlebells if they're around and he has like his kettlebells too. I mean, the dude is just a really strong yeah. dude. I mean, he's always got so, muscle. It's just yeah. a matter of if he's if he's motivated to And that's the and thing. And he'll be the know, first to say. It's not I'm not speaking out of turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he'll be the first to say and he's still the first to say it now. I mean, there are moments and there's there's days where he's totally motivated to do it, which is like great, do it. Then, you know, we don't I don't question him on like what he's doing outside of there so if that's his time to chill i mean he's also got two two kids at home and you know he's gotta he's gotta handle his life outside of you know the show so if that means that you know i don't know maybe he's doing a a 30 minute thing in the in in his room yeah uh or he also lives so close to where we shoot that you know it's not like he has to do a 45 minute drive every morning so you know, it's a different. It's a. It's a, the commute's not an issue for him. What's the What's the funniest thing that's happened so far filming this year? Anything? Any drama or anything that you can say? No, not. I mean, you know, the coolest thing was that Stipe Miocic, yeah. you know, the UFC heavyweight champ, was on the show. You know, shooting with us, which was awesome. <laughs> I think that's the best thing so far. Did he? I mean, did you guys riff with him at all? Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was did, fun. He was great to play. Living yeah. and stuff. He was having a blast. I mean, you know, he, because he's also a fireman. So he, he like was nervous going into it. And then when it started feeling like a real firehouse to him, he was okay. ready to go. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Other, other than just like trying to, I mean, there's just stuff within the show. That's really fun, but. Any animals uh, on set this year? Oh, we had a monkey this year. How, wait. Okay. So how was that? That was great. I mean, it was one of the first days. Do they have a monkey? So they had a trainer, and the trainer. Do the trainer? The trainer has to yell at the monkey, right? Isn't that like what they? Yeah. Well, it's it's just kind of like they basically have to be just right in front of the monkey. It's like not. What kind of monkey was it? I can't remember. Like a little one, like a cappuccino, like from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are cute. Yeah, but they're little. They can be mean, right? Yeah. And and they you know they had to have the kind of like yelly mean moment and that was cool, but you know because of COVID, it was like nobody was really able to get close to the monkey. What the monkey had the a trainer. mask on or something? The monkey had a mask on. The trainer had a mask on, and then they had to take their mask off so they can interact with the monkey. So did you get to feed him like a raisin or anything? Or I didn't do anything. I literally like got to stand six feet apart from it. And was there, I mean, and there, was there concerns that the monkey could give you COVID? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't why think do you have to like follow the six concerns? foot rule with the fucking monkey for Christ's no, sake? No, I, I think, I think they were just keeping everybody at that point right. away from each other. What, you know? what, what, could you see what the trainer was feeding the monkey ever? What do they feed those guys? Carrots I, or some shit? I think it was like a little, you know, it was like a little niblets of carrots <laughs> or something. Do they got to have small sizes? <laughs> Yeah. They, do they cut it up or they, are they just trying to find food that's small enough for it? I think there was a lot of grapes, actually. Grapes, I think, there was a, yeah. I think it was a big grape thing. Yeah. I wonder I if those like... monkeys know about Raiders of the Lost Ark and that one, maybe they're skipping the dates because that one ate the poison date. 
bad dates. Yeah. I don't know. I think um You didn't I get think close they, enough to ask. So I didn't get to ask. I don't know who if he's related to the Raiders of the Lost Ark one or <laughs> whatever. Like I don't know if that's a family, it's a family business or not. At, we're 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 the same age. Were you obsessed with those kinds of monkeys as a kid? They were like a big part of our movies and TV when we were yeah. younger. Like you I had- wasn't I was I was obsessed with the idea of monkeys. Yeah. I didn't care. I loved chimpanzees too. Yeah, me too. I didn't care what kind of monkey it was, but every time I went to the Philippines with my family, they always had a monkey as a pet, like in the backyard. Oh shit. So that scratched that itch. So that scratched that itch. What kind of monkeys are in the Philippines? I don't know. I mean, there's like, what did it look like? It looked like a fucking monkey. I don't know. It just looked like <laughs> a on, monkey. Gene, I mean, you're not giving know. me enough here, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This I don't is, know I, the I details. I told you I'm, I was obsessed as a kid. You said you have a you would have one as a pet when you'd visit, yeah. and you have like real vague details on this. I thing. know. Well, was you it know, big was also, or was it small? No, no, no. It was small. It was one that would go on your shoulder and stuff. So it oh, could so have like been, chatter around up on your shoulders and shit. Yeah, yeah. But it had like um, it had like a uh, a little setup in the backyard where it was like. <laughs> Like an apartment? <laughs> no, no. It's just like, like, like two trees, and then like a uh, like a bar that would go across it. Yeah, and they would, and there would be like an a, a leash on its ankle, you know, so that it would start kind of stay. Yeah, close. Fuck, not go too far. Wild. Yeah, and, yeah. And did you guys feed that monkey? Yeah, yeah. But it's usually fruits. Fruits. Yeah. God, that's fucking awesome. What was it? Do you remember any of their names? I don't because. It, they kept changing. I don't know how off, you know. Yeah, you had a, there I don't was know a new what one every. Yeah. What what do you remember the name of the monkey that was on Tacoma's set? Um, I don't. Wow. Fuck. I'd love for you to get that for me if you could. Sure, 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 sure. I'll get the info and I'll send them to you. Uh, you, you want you need to borrow them or I'm just I just want to know them. Yeah. Uh I mean, yeah, they're oh, that's interesting. Uh, I forgot what movie that monkey did right before us. Oh, he was in. He was in an act. He's in other stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. They all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not that. Yeah, because you can't. You can't. You can't do anything new now. Like they have to already be. I don't yes. think they're letting you capture. That. No, no. Yeah. No, I think. I think that's like you know. It's the ones that. I feel like there's a cast that's at that Universal Studios, like you know. <laughs> um. Yeah. At like uh, animal animal show or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood Animal Show. Yeah, and then, I took stone to that. Yeah, and the, and they just have to still do the work. Yeah, Jesus. I uh, I one of my clients had a um a picture in her uh, gym of like her two sons who uh, they and they went to this um wildlife compound like in Malibu basically. This plastic surgeon. Oh, she's a real wealthy lady. And this plat, she knew this plastic surgeon. I, I feel like I have marbles in my mouth tonight. <clears throat> she knew this plastic surgeon and this guy would w- invested all his money uh, in, in this like wildlife preserve that was part of his house. And it, this, <laughs> sadly, this guy died. Like he, uh, it, and I think it, it, it made like TMZ news because he was a celebrity pl- plastic surgeon and he's gotten a bad car crash and died. It was sad. Oh shit. But he had this big wildlife preserve. And so there's pictures of her son's, there when they're real little kids and they've got a chimpanzee, like a baby chimpanzee or like a youthful one 
who's sitting in between them with his arms around each of their necks. And it's like, it's the cutest picture ever. And the, but also so dangerous. <laughs> I think this, the, 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 she said, yeah, they're like really strong, but this one was little enough to where they're still love. They hit like a certain age and they can fucking, they'll start roughing you up and you hear stories yeah, yeah. of like them yeah, ripping people's dicks you. off and yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they'll scalp your dick off. <laughs> I mean, they're going for hair and genitals and eyes and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Fucking I mean, dirty. <laughs> yeah. But at this age, they were still like, it was real cute, like in a diaper, like a little tiny, cute chimp. And yeah. the chimp looked happy. It could just be in the, the way that his face looked. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't speak for the chimp. But the kids looked like they were in heaven. Like, it just looked so cute. Oh, There's sure. just something about the chimp's face that seemed like he was happy, but I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had a bunch of questions for her and she was about, she was, you know, same level interest as you (laughs) (laughs) in enduring that from me. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, so, so what's going on with food right now? Are you, you've been, you've been dialed in. Are you too tired to eat? Uh, Yeah. I mean, (laughs) not too tired to eat. I mean, I, you know, like I, I focused in on just like portion control in a different way. That seems good. That's good. Um, And then, you know, shot and then went away from intermittent fasting um, and started feeling better, you know, um, eating breakfast and stuff because for a while it was just kind of weird and getting used to it. So it's been a few months now, but, you know, like I think the last few days I would get to work and and I've been like doing kind of my own thing where I've been like doing overnight oats and have like my almond butter in it and protein powder and everything. So it's like kind of, you know, something. Do you ever do eggs? Do you eat eggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was eating eggs or egg whites. Yeah, omelets. And um, and, uh, the last, I think it was like, yeah, Wednesday, this past week, Tuesday through Friday, I just, my calls were early enough where I ended up forgetting my overnight oats every day. Oh, that's... So then I'm just like, shit. So I'm like, so then I get to work and I'm like, um, yeah, I guess uh, maybe I'll grab something from catering. You know, like I'd ask the whatever to, to grab me like egg whites and spinach and whatever, you know, so I can eat it. But then we jump into rehearsal and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, what ended up happening is the last three days, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I didn't eat breakfast. You had to fast. I just didn't do it. Yeah. And then, you know, before I knew it, I went back into my trailer and my eggs were cold or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not going to eat this. And I didn't feel like it at that point. And I was just like, well, I'm used to this. Yeah. I'm used to just waiting until lunch. And I knew what lunch was and I, you know, I... It sounded pretty good, so I was like, "Okay, that's fine." So then I just waited, and so then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I basically did my usual window. Yeah. So you were still like doing IF, but it was intermittent forgetting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was intermittent forgetting of my 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 first meal. Yeah. So and, then and my, the second. Yeah. So then my twelve. So then my twelve hour. You know, my normal eating day then became an eight hour window. Yeah. Um. Uh, for Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then it just. Um, but I felt fine. Yeah. If not like normal. Yeah, you just adapted to both. I guess that's good. And uh, and when I and it it didn't make, uh, and then I'm like, well, 
how much better did I feel not doing this? Yeah. Um, so then this weekend, yesterday and today, I just didn't fasted anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just because I'm like, I, I'm, I am kind of used to it. And I kind of wanted to work out fasted this morning and yesterday just because I haven't done that in a minute. And I was worried that it, you know, it would affect my workout, but I felt still pretty good about it. And maybe it's because I was like, I can still do this. Yeah. Maybe it was a mental game. Um, but you know, that first I, I, meal, when I eat my first meal after I finish, like if I um, work out at that time right before I, I can break my fast, right. that meal is so good. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's, it's kind of makes it almost worth the price of admission. It does. It <laughs> does. Like, it does feel good to sit down hungry and go to bed tired, you know, and you yeah. can do little tricks. And, and, it, and there is something to like being able to just like fucking, like, I know what I have in my reserve because like I didn't just eat and I know I'm not going to vomit anything up because I didn't just eat, you know? Yeah. Um, I, that, that has been the hard thing for me is, is, is working out with food in my stomach. Yeah. I'm just not used to it. it yeah, it, it, it is. I'm, I'm similar too. I kind of, I'm, I, I like what you're doing though, of just doing it all. And I think that's the smartest approach is kind of cycling in. You fast for a while. Sometimes yeah. you don't. That way you're never like a slave to any of that stuff. You can just, yeah. you kind of write your own terms and it, it, it you know, like hormesis and all that stuff we talk about again, like I, who knows what the benefit is of permanently staying in that. I think it's like, sure. you know, you do it for a couple of months and then you go out of it or even a few days. I think that seems to be the smartest approach, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, for, yeah, food's been pretty good for me. I've been pretty dialed in. I, I'm trying to think if there's Still anything like that celery game. New. I, I've been, I've been consistent on the, this, um, glucosamine chondroitin, um, combo, which is certainly nothing new. People have been talking about glucosamine for joint deterioration for a long time. There's okay. a lot of research that disputes it. Like, no, it doesn't do shit. And then there'll be some good stuff that says it, it does help. Uh, this stuff that I'm taking right now is by this company. They're not a sponsor or anything, and I don't, I'm not connected to them. They're, it's called move well, and it has hyaluronic acid in it. I'll send you uh -huh. some Eugene. I try it for a while and tell me what you think. Uh, if it does anything for you, but, um, I've been taking that and like, uh, feeling pretty good, but it's tough to know if it's, if it's, what do like, you take it? I mean, what, what is it? A pill form? Yeah, it's just a pill. It's like, a you know, I take two pills two times a day. And it's got the the difference is it has hyaluronic acid in it, which I I've heard of injection treatments for knees that you can do hyaluronic acid injected in your knee, you know, like six shots or whatever, and people have gotten some good benefit from joint pain with that. Um, yeah, has so, it helped with any joint pain that I mean yeah, already? No, I feel I feel better. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but I don't know if it's some kind of placebo thing happening sure, or if sure, I'm sure. I'm on like a good. Because again, there's the science is kind of dodgy on it. So you know, some stuff supports it, but other stuff doesn't. How so, did you pick this? Did you pick it through the uh, website that you usually? The no, I didn't. It's it wasn't a lab door one. You don't have to worry about um, the the purity components of oh. glucosamine chondroitin as much. It seems like it's not that expensive of a, of a supplement, and it seems like there's there's less instances of abuse. And I just, I knew that this company that I was using was a good kind of reputable company um, that makes that, that makes it. 
So, and I just, I, I have been on and off glucosamine, you know, while I've been supplementing over the years, years and years mm-hmm. of supplementing. And so I just figured like, I'll just go back on it and try it. And and it's not something that you'd find in like just a multivitamin or something? No, no, not not in the right, not in a um, therapeutic not, dose. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So people people will know glucosamine because it's it it's one of those like supplements that like always gets kind of thrown around. They were putting old people on it for joint deterioration sure. and and it's it's kind of like I think now it lives in the couldn't hurt category. Like maybe mm-hmm. it could help. Who knows? I don't know. But I've actually <laughs> been taking this and feel good. But I don't know if it's some no, kind of good. placebo thing happening. Sure, so sure. I'm going to send you to some and see if you yeah feel anything from it. Do you still take um? Any of the um, uh, like collagen peptides and stuff? Yeah, always do that. I take collagen. I take it with vitamin C. Mm-hmm. My mine, I'll I'll bring everybody up to speed and let you know where I'm at. It's pretty much the same program. It's um, I take mega high doses of the uh, uh, fish oil. Yeah. Omega three six nine with and the, is that still is that still the uh, Doctor Sinatra one or no? I did Doctor Sinatra and then once my the one that I like came back in stock, I got that. But the Doctor Sinatra is a close close second. I like it. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, and I like it. Yeah, now one's that. So the the site that I threw out earlier is called Labdoor.com, and I think it's a good reference if you're if you're looking at like the you know a third party to rate the. Um, what you know the labels of your supplements they'll test the shit and see what's in there and like a, a real an often abused and cheated supplement is fish oil they're they're always questionable sources or they don't they don't say what the label they don't actually represent what the label ha- says mm-hmm. or the labels misrepresenting what's actually in the supplement and so there's this uh, company I like WHC that makes fish oil and there's this other one called Dr Sinatra and both those are the the highest rated of all the fish oils that you can get. Right. So that's why we're taking those. So yeah, I, I take that. I take um, uh, the vitamin C, like I said. I take a collagen peptide uh, dissolved into hot water. And uh, I take chlorella tablets and spirulina mm-hmm. tablets, uh, you know, mega high, like double doses of those. And then I take... Uh, what else is there? That might be, oh, I take a probiotic um, and I do uh, uh, like, you know, like a real high probiotic, you know, just tons of strands of bacteria, good flora. I keep that in my fridge. You know, it's like one of those you got to keep in your fridge. And then uh, that might be it. Oh, and I take a magnesium supplement. Oh, God. So, it. yeah. And then a B and a vitamin B complex. It's a spray. And and a vitamin and a vitamin D from a tincture, so that you oh, know, just like, like just that drop, drops, yeah, yeah, vitamin D three and K two, and so you know people should if you're if you're feeling low energy or or funky, you should get your vitamin D levels checked out. Um, they find that a lot of people are deficient in vitamin D, and so you need to supplement it, and then you also need to get a little bit of sun too to make yeah to make the supplement work, yeah. So that's all I'm doing supplement wise. It it sounded like a lot, but it's really not that much stuff and compared to but what you, where where I was before. I was taking yeah hundreds yeah. of pills a day, and you know who knows what the fuck they were doing. Sure, I've kind of curated, kind of curated curated it, it down. down. Yeah, yeah. But you're not into the idea of a multi or anything like that. Oh, I mean, I take I take a ritual vitamin. They're a sponsor for the show, and because I yeah. like a good multivitamin, and they're 
they're legit. Like they're, you know, they have oh, this so you'll kind take of, that in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if, if I have it, if they sent me some, I'll take that, you know, and then if I'm not on a multi, then I try to make sure that my food is really dialed in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, you know, this is not, I don't even know if they're a sponsor this week, but I take the ritual one every week. Yeah. I mean, every day. Yeah. All right. Stopping down for a second to talk to you guys about a great sponsor we have on the podcast today called BetterHelp. What's interfering with your happiness, Bell Babies? What's getting in the way? You got something that's uh, stopping you from achieving your goals, from getting where you want to get in your life? I did. I, uh, I had a compulsive eating issue. Um, I didn't know I had it at the time. I just uh, I was having a hard time getting my, my nutrition and diet under control. And uh, it was something that I couldn't handle on my own. I needed some intervention. I needed some help. And so I sought professional help. But I got to tell you guys, I didn't have better help at the time. And so it was a little bit of a nightmare for me, a little bit of a nightmare scenario. I, uh, I was on my own. I was going to different you know, offices, you know, driving all over town, uh, inconveniencing myself. And, uh, and it was awkward. You know, if I didn't like a therapist, I had to uh, call them and tell them I didn't want to see him anymore. Uh, and you know, and it, listen, waiting rooms are uncomfortable. You're sizing the other people up. They're sizing you up. You want to know what they're in there for. They want to know about you. I'm trying not to give any tells, you know, I, I didn't I mean, I guess what would I do? I, I guess I could compulsively eat in the waiting room and then people would know. I don't know. Anyway, look, better help is going to assess your needs and match you with your own licensed therapist. Okay. Uh, they're going to, you're going to connect in a safe and private online environment. So it's very convenient. It's also private. Okay. And you're going to start communicating with that therapist in under 48 hours. So if you need help, they're going to get you help quick. Um, but it's not a crisis line, um, but it's also not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Uh, a lot of other good benefits about going online. You can uh, send a message to your counselor anytime. You're going to get timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions. You're covered. Uh, they are committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if, as needed. Um, also, another thing to think about is a lot more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they do have financial aid available. Uh, services available to clients worldwide. So wherever you are, they got you covered. And another good benefit, look, if you're in an area that doesn't have the, the that doesn't have a therapist that that matches your need, uh, maybe you've got something really specific and where where you are currently located, they don't have, uh, that's another benefit to going online with BetterHelp. Uh, they have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, grief, self-esteem, you name it, they got it, okay? Uh, I just want to remind you, anything you share is confidential. This service is convenient, professional, and affordable. Uh, if you don't believe me, check out the testimonials they post every day on their site, all right? It's on there. Look into it. Get it done. Get to your goals. Achieve your happiness. You guys absolutely de deserve it. Uh, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash dumbbells. What are you guys putting in your bodies? Are you... Uh are you paying attention to that? I hope you are. You're listening to this podcast. It's health and fitness podcast. So I think maybe there's some consideration there. You taking a multivitamin? If you're not, maybe you should be. Uh, look into that. 
And if you are taking one, what's in that multivitamin? Have you, are you paying close attention? You might not. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm an informed guy, and uh, I was taking a multivitamin for years, and I, was, I wasn't exactly clear on what was going in that sucker, all right? I uh, you know, kind of recognized the brand, and I just went for it. This, I was taking this thing every day. And I'm not going to say that it was some guy just making the pills in his garage, but it could have been based on the information that I had. I, I didn't know. Could have been that. I still don't know. Uh, that's why we like ritual. Uh, ritual uh, believes that we deserve to know what we're putting in our body and why, especially when it so- comes to something that we're taking every day. So they've got clean, vegan-friendly multivitamins that are formulated with high-quality nutrients and bioavailable forms that our bodies can actually use. You're not going to find any uh, sugars, GMOs, or major allergens, synthetic fillers, or artificial colorants in their vitamins. That is good news. We, do want, we don't want that stuff. Taking a damn multivitamin, you want healthy stuff in there. Um, plus, I got a fresh taste. Uh, nice. I like that fresh taste. Minty. Minty, y'all. I'm, I'm opening the bottle. I can smell the, the, I can smell the freshness. That's a, good, that's a good sign. It doesn't smell like Steve's Garage. Um, I've been taking multi, I've been taking these rich, ritual multivitamins for, I think we've been sponsoring or partnered with them as a sponsor for about four or five months. So I've been taking it since they started with us and man, I, I work out every day. I'm breaking a sweat, uh, popping the rituals. I feel great. Um, feel strong, feel good. I feel like I'm, I'm covered on a multivitamin front. Uh, I think a multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms that our bodies can actually use. Uh, we want to help. We want it to help fill the gaps in our diet. Uh, I don't want any of the shady extras. I don't want any of those artificial colorants. Um, I like. Uh, I like the fact that they've got a del- delayed release capsule, so you're not hemmed in as to when you have to take these vitamins. You can take them any time of day. Um, whatever, whenever's most convenient for you, whenever you're going to remember, that's when you take them. You don't have to time it up with food or space it out or whatever, just whatever's convenient. All right. And, uh, they've got high quality ingredients. Like I said before, you know, I know for, for, for mine, uh, I like the fact that I've got vitamin D three in there. Uh, I like the fact that it's just two daily pills and, uh, you know, as far as knowing what's going in there and where it's coming from ritual made traceable. Uh, this is something that's unique to them. So you're always going to know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from. And it's thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. So you're always informed. Knowledge is king when it comes to what's, what we're putting on our body. Uh, also, they are developed for every life stage in mind. Um, they got uh, you know vitamins available for men, women, teens, um, they're scientifically developed to help support different life stages. Look, I'm a grown man. I don't need the same vitamins that a nine-year-old girl would need. All right. There, there might be a lot of things I have in common with a nine-year-old, you know, <laughs> manners and, you know, taste in music and, uh, you know, entertainment, that kind of thing. But, uh, as far as vitamins, that's where we part. That's where we, that's where we separate. We don't need the same vitamins. All right. And don't you dare say that I do. I'll be furious. Uh, also, rituals making your healthy habits easy. So here's this is the benefit to living in the world that we live in now. These vitamins are getting delivered right to your door. All right, so you're never gonna you're never gonna be without the vitamins. There were stretches where I would go. I'm, I live in L.A. I don't want to get on the 405, 
the you know the most the, the best vitamin shop I could go to was miles away. I had to drive freeway and all this stuff, and so I just go without having my multivitamin because I forgot to stock up and didn't have it. So you know, weeks would pass, weeks turn into months, months turn into years, and you know, decades go by, and uh, I'm I'm missing out on that. But now it's getting delivered right to my door. I never forget; it's always there. I always got a bottle handy. And the cool thing is you can uh, you know snooze that, you can stop it, you can cancel it, you can change orders, whatever you want, anytime. It's real easy. If you go on vacation, you don't want the pills showing up at your house, you snooze that some bitch, all right? Slam dunk, easy, all right? No excuses, guys. You should be taking your health serious, and I want you to know what's going in your body. So this is what you got to do. Get key nutrients without the BS, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash dumbbells to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash dumbbells to start your ritual today. And you're going to get 10% off during your first three months. You've got no excuses, guys. Get after it. Food now with factory farming and all this shit. So this here's some bro science, guys. So we live in a time where we're everything is factory farmed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the most egregious being the what they do to animals. You know, the cattle and all that stuff. I try to use grass fed. You know, all that stuff costs more. But you know, smaller farms, local farms, that kind of shit. But the problem is the produce. So they're they've kind of doctored this produce and they pick it early before they're able to naturally ripen and gas it to make it the right color. And then so you're getting these vitamins, but they're not they're not the same they don't represent the same nutrients that they did before. So an apple that you're eating today is not the same as an apple that you would eat 50 years ago or 60 years ago because it's been so genetically stepped on to make it look the best and be the crispiest, but you're not getting the same nutrients from it. And so you know, that's why I'll kind of dabble around with uh, supplementing micronutrients or taking a multivitamin because it's like I'm just not getting the same, not, I'm not getting the same vitamins and health, you know, and nutrition that I was from the, the produce anymore. So right. Like kind of ruined ourselves with technology. Yeah. Bro, I'm going to get 50 emails about how this, how I was wrong sure, or I missed sure. something, but you know, what are you going to do? What, what are you, you going to fucking do? I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, there's there's new powders and stuff like athletic greens I was looking into, possibly. Have you heard of those? Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, would that be worth something or that's not, you know, and it's just like, I'll go down the rabbit holes of like, you know, do I need to start because of that same thing that you're saying, factory farming and from the produce to the meat and everything. It's like... So then do I just start taking everything in as a liquid? Because I know, you know, it's going to be in there. Yeah, it's more concentrated. Yeah, because they'll, they'll, they'll say, like, this is the equivalent of 2.2 pounds of vegetables. Sure. You're kind of like, all right, well, shit, I, I could use 2.2 pounds of veggies. Yeah. Why and the it would, fuck would, not? Is it 2.2 pounds of vegetables now? Yeah. Or 2.2 pounds of vegetables when they were still the vegetables they were? Right. You know? I used to take this one called Green Vibrance. I kept it in uh-huh. the freezer, and I would do a spoon full of that i don't know i mean i'll juice now too like i got this juicer and i'll throw some some juice in and doing the celery juice but also i'll do some some green swiss chard and kale sure that kind of shit every once in a while yeah i don't know i mean i i I don't know either yeah a lot of sprouts and all that fucking shit (laughs) 
<laughs> do you take any um, protein? Do you take do you take in any way protein or no, anything? I, no, I haven't. I haven't needed to because I just I I, th- I feel like I eat so much protein. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not in any kind of muscle building. Like I don't feel like I'm doing enough with the weights to kind of warrant needing mm-hmm. it to supplement the protein. I mean, there's times when I had access to a gym where I was doing a lot of resistance, a lot of resistance training, and I was. I felt like I needed it for recovery, but right yeah. now, I mean, I've, I'm, I've kind of mastered the dumbbells and kettlebell that I have. So it's tough for me to feel like, Ooh. so as far as your workout is concerned, are you just kind of like in a routine of it and it's just kind of a daily thing or you? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, so I'll, um, alternate some different movements, um, to kind of, uh, you know, to to try try to change things up and put an emphasis more on, you know, hamstrings and glutes uh, when I'm doing some leg stuff and then have a week where I'm, you know, hitting more quads in the front of my leg or maybe do some more kind of explosive hopping type stuff one week Mm -hmm. and then back to the other. But I just, again, like because of some of uh, some joint mobility issues I have, I'm limited in the movements and then just equipment. So yeah, there's that, but yeah, I'll, but I, I will say that I'm, you know, I, I maybe have, you know, 25 different things I can do and I'm, <laughs> I'm getting good at all of them now. So yeah, yeah, it's sure. Tough, yeah. It's tough to get like sore, or feel like inspired. And, um, so, but I mean, but all in all, it's like good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy and I'm at a good place with it right now. And maybe, maybe seems like kind of a light at the end of the tunnel. I, you know, I, I'm not, I know. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to see. I don't know. I wanted to read this question really quick, too. Oh, yeah. Because I was just thinking about it with the joint stuff. Uh, this came to us on our um, Instagram from Belle, and uh, I, I feel for her. So she says, hey, guys, I'm a big fan of your podcast and wanted to write in after Stanger mentioned that he has RA or rheumatoid arthritis. I oh, also right. have RA and was diagnosed two years ago at 22 years old. I'm currently on two medications, but I'm wondering if you have any other remedies that have helped with pain and fatigue. I've always loved working out uh, five days a week. I'm noticing I can't stay in planks very long without my wrist hurting really bad. I also can't do Nordic curls. I don't know. I don't know what those are. That sounds cool, though. Or squats anymore because it kills my knees. Are there any uh, modifications um, to moves like these that you've discovered that don't make you hurt but also give you the same results? Are there any devices that you use that have made your life easier? For example, um, for me, my hands are so stiff and throb in the morning that I found a hand massager that helps me so much. I also have a foot and ankle massager that also helps, uh, that also uses compression and uh, really helps me out day to day. I'm always looking for anything that can make my life easier and makes me feel better. Appreciate you sharing that you have RA and appreciate any advice or tips that you can share. Nice. Uh, so I like the supplement I talked about, maybe you want to try another, another thing, this doesn't speak to the movement modifications or devices that you mentioned, but there's a, there's a thing called the autoimmune protocol and that's a, an elimination diet for lack of better word, lack of better words. But if you look up autoimmune protocol, autoimmune protocol, AIP diet, you'll find a bunch of information about it. There's all kinds of websites that have exactly what you need to do. You don't have to buy any books or anything. And it's, it's essentially like a two phase diet. And you, uh, the first phase is, uh, you know, around three months, 60 to 90 days, you eliminate all these foods that could potentially have 
you know, inflammatory consequences or be inflammate, cause inflammation. Eliminate mm-hmm. all those foods until you start noticing some benefit, some health benefit. And then once that phase is done and once you've been ex- enjoying the benefits for a while, then you do a reintroduction phase where you slowly but surely start reintroducing the foods again. Right. And then yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. what causes, if any, um, the fatigue to come back or the uh, inflammation to come back. Now, you'll reach it where it's it's people talk about how it cured them, and that may be possible, and I, I, I'm glad that it did. It didn't completely cure me or my situation, but I did feel improvement. And it, it is worth trying. I mean, if you can get you know 10% improvement or 5% even, why not? So I would look that up. It's free. It's it's doable, especially if you're already kind of like a healthy, active, fit person and you 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 have a relatively healthy diet. You know, if you if you don't, you might not. Then it, it's it takes a little bit of doing because you have to make food and you know you're you have to eliminate a lot of processed foods, so it can be inconvenient. Um, so, but I think it's, if it's for your health, it's absolutely worth it. And it's definitely worth trying. Uh, you could also try, uh, wrist splints that kind of helped me. Like I used to have like really bad wrist stuff. And so I would sleep with them on and, uh, cause my wrists would hurt even when I was sleeping. And so, uh, and then they, they, they kind of have a, uh, a splint that runs on the front part of your hand and into your palm a little bit. And they keep your rips, your wrist from bending, and, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes I would work out with those on. And then as far as the squat modification. Oh, uh, yeah. The Nordic got- uh, curls are the ones where you either put your feet under a heavy dumbbell or a barbell, and then you lean, you fall forward. Oh, you, to, you know, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, about? yes, yeah. yes. Those are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so a it's hamstring like a Hamstring, thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a hamstring thing. So, you know, hamstring curls, which is hard to do when you don't have a machine. Yeah. You know, if you're at home. So that's that has been like kind of the um the um you know the That's been the the catch all the, the fix. Yeah. Yeah. The kind of hack that you can like put your feet underneath the couch or you know the your bed frame and and try to do them that way. Um and uh you know and really the um I mean the only real kind of uh way to modify that more modification for that more is just like to kind of like um walk yourself down and then just kind of like do more of a push up on the way up and just kind of use your hamstrings on the to finish it out. Oh yeah, so you give yourself a a, a start or a spot with your hands. Yeah. And then you, you start f- at the bottom and yeah. you go backward. You know, Drake, you do it as you a, drake it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you're here. You started from the bottom. St- started from the bottom and then now you're yeah. here at the top. Yeah. Everybody's fucking here. Everybody. You know what else? Uh, for hamstrings, if you have like an if you have a bench, great. If you don't, an ottoman or something, you lay flat and then you take a dumbbell. Uh you put it on your hips. Or no, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's great. Thrusts, or you lay mm-hmm. flat on your prone on your stomach, and then you take a dumbbell pit and pin it between your feet and then raise your raise it up to your glutes. You know what I'm talking about? So if you're laying prone and you squeeze the dumbbell between your feet and then you bend at the knees and then lift oh, up. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was having Nancy, my wife, do those and you know, she felt a little hamstring action. You just got to make yeah. sure you you got a good grip on that dumbbell. You're dropping on your ass. <laughs> Be careful of that. Yeah. Also like Bulgarian squats too, if you have that ottoman and just like, you know. Yeah. 
doing the negatives on the way up. Again, start at the bottom. Yeah, everybody fucking here. Now my whole crew fucking here. Uh, th- you also um, use, a, use a bench. If you're not using a bench on your squats and go from a seated position uh, oh, yeah. to standing and just make sure that you're, you're not breaking 90 degrees. So if you adjust the depth a little bit and then also make sure that your knees aren't coming out over your toes, that can help if you've got some, you know, some popping and cracking and inflammation happening from the, from the RA. So, um, when you, when you, um, your wrist pain, when, when it's there, are, your wrist gets swollen too. Or? Yeah. Yeah. They blow like crazy blow up like the marshmallow man, like fucking really. Yeah. There was times where my whole hand would, and it looked like in a cartoon when somebody got their hand crushed by a mallet. Oh yeah. On the, on the back side of it here. Yeah. Yeah. The whole hand would like blow up and then my knuckles and everything. And then the wrist too. That's how they diagnosed it because I had it the same on both sides, you know, for a while when it was in my knees and stuff, they were like, ah, you know, you're an active guy, played sports, whatever. But once I had it symmetrical in like both hands with no mechanism of injury, they're like, holy shit, this has got to be some kind of autoimmune thing because there's no other reason for it. So, but now I'm in a good when Sorry, would that happen? When it went, when would it flare up? It, it, it would stay. It just stayed. It was consistent. It wouldn't, it didn't oh, stop. Yeah. It didn't go away and no. come back and go away. Oh. It does. Once, once I had it for a while, then I would notice it's kind of, and even now it's, it's a little bit more, you'll cycle in and out of it and have a flare up. But, um, but when it first showed up, it first showed up right around when my son was born, uh, you know, around 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And when it first showed up, I'd stayed pretty consistent. Like I was just, I would just stay swollen. And that's how I, I also was able to determine that I didn't have an injury. Cause I was like, this is not healing. It doesn't matter if I rest or if I push through it, it's the same. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's weird. It's a real weird, mysterious thing. And it can be, you know, fortunately they're a lot better at treating it now than they used to be. And so you can get some level of relief. You just have to mm-hmm. take some fucking gnarly pharmaceuticals sometimes to do. I mean, I have to. Some people can kind of manage with just, you know, diet and rest and stuff. But for me, I've had to stay on something to, to some really, RA. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some been times when I've, yeah, when I've gone off it and you've seen me really limping around and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm in a, I'm in a good place with it now. And bell, you will be too. Like you'll, you'll figure it out. They're, they're good mm-hmm. at treating it. Stay on it with your doctor too. You know, you can keep trying different shit. And if it's not working for you, switch to something else and, and definitely try that AIP diet. And there's always a workaround because there, there's been days where like I, I felt like I couldn't even like walk around and I was able to find something I could do. There's always something. Yeah. It, you great. know, before it used to be like a real fucking drag because you'd have you'd end up in a wheelchair or you'd have to take the uh, uh, the prednisone, like the real bad corticates. Yeah. yeah and those yeah. are like people, your fucking face would blow up or you get like the, the heart issues from that. So fortunately now there's shit that you can take that'll that'll get you under control. And you feel like a human being. Yeah. 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 yeah seriously. It. That's a bummer. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. Everybody's got their own bag of hammers, man. Urbot. 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 Or that new day. Everybody uh. does. So, Eugene, I wanted to ask you, what what are you most excited to do um, health and fitness wise when you have time? What are you like? If you're like, oh, man, if I just had unlimited time, this is what I'd be doing. Would you be? Would you be in the boxing, kickboxing? Would you be? Yeah, I think I'd be back. I think I would try to get back into, um, into like the Muay Thai stuff. I think I miss that. 
um, the most. And I, you know, and then, and I, uh, and I need to get into a sauna, I think. Oh, a sauna, yeah. I think that's the big one. I think like a sauna and Muay Thai would be the main ones. Other than that, it's just like, I like, I, I do also like the idea of going, I like working out at home. I've gotten used to it. I like the equipment I have, but there's just something about leaving the house and yeah. being in, you know. It's like just not working at home. But I think, I, I don't know how much that's a mix of being, you know, us all being home for a year. Yeah. Or how much of that is, you know, me actually missing going into a different place where the equipment's not mine. Um, but, I mean, to be completely honest, like, you know, there's times where I'm going to the, the other gyms and it's just like, oh, I can't do the workout I want to do because somebody else is working on the equipment right. or, you know. Um, especially now that I'm in this kind of workout that I'm like, I, f- I feel weird, like, you know, doing box jumps, like I'm doing a, you know, yeah, more of like a, a hit training session and at a gym, unless yeah. I'm in that one room that they have now at every gym. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then there's just a bunch of people flipping tires in there and I'm just like, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taking Instagram photos. Yeah. I heard at home, home has been tough for you too, because Quincy will rarely let you work in. Like if he's yeah, on something. He's going hard. I mean, the thing is, he's, he's on always a circuit. Working. He's always on a circuit and it's just like, okay. Well, he's always in. using the barbell. He's like, snap. he's always working on a snatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's just like really trying to get underneath it. You know, like he just, he's, you know, he lives to get underneath that bar. And he doesn't love what you're, cause you'll like, you'll get in there and you're just doing sc- standing bicep curls in the squat rack. Yeah, he's standing like, on the platform the, doing standing bicep no, curls, and he's like, "Look, there's man, no I don't need do- for me to do vanity workouts while he's doing yeah. Olympic lifts." Yeah, he's all about that Ollie training, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, and and that's the other thing. Quincy right now is a animal. Yeah, in real life, so it's nice to be getting out of the house. You saw you you got a screen Raya. Is that how you say it, Raya? Yeah, the dra- Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah, and it's great. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. It's I'm, great. It's a great movie. When does that come out for normal people? March 5th. March 5th. I I'll think it's able- March 5th. Okay. But, you know. I'm pumped to watch it. We watched it. It was awesome. Aquafina's great. Kelly Marie Tran. Amazing. Yes. Great. Um, you know, and then it's like Daniel Day Kim and uh, uh, Benedict Wong and stuff. It's just like amazing. Good cast. Great cast. Yeah. And great story. And it's like, you know, um, and yeah, I just, you know, there's part of it that you're, you're happy that like the Disney lore now isn't just like, oh, I'm trying to fall in love with this prince. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some like, white lady trying to fall in love with the prince. Yeah. 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 It's Come like on. people fighting for like the family and like their country and stuff. It's oh, pretty cool. Is there um, some comedy in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Aquafina is really funny, yeah. and then there's like also like, uh, like the whole cast. There's like funny moments, so it's good. No songs, no songs. Yeah. Wow. No, no, no. I mean, other than like whatever the song is for the movie, but so it's just like a straight up, straight adventure, up, yeah. action, fun yeah. movie. Yeah, that's my kind of. As a kid, I like the songs now, but as a kid, I'd be like, oh, they're singing in this. Ew. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> this fucking sucks. Oh was man, nine. another song. Yeah, fuck this. F- fuck Aladdin. <laughs> I'm fu- I'm fucking twelve. Riff raff, street rat. 
12. That's uh, a little old. I meant to go younger. <laughs> 12, you're probably swearing. You know, that's, yeah, yeah that's reasonable. Oh, God, I'm uh, I'm scattered. Well, riff riff street rap. I don't buy that. He calls Jafar uh, a two-faced son of a jackal. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Jafar, good villain. Great villain. Mm-hmm. Good voice on that guy. Iago, great sidekick. I loved him. I, I thought so I thought when I saw that in the movies, I thought he was so fucking funny. And the genie, Robin Williams, I fucking laughed my ass off. I was like, this is oh, the God. funniest fucking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like all like I would just copy the Robin Williams monologues in that, you know, and the sure. way they animated around it. I was like, I'm just I'm just copying this word for word. <laughs> I was like <laughs> That's what you used, you did to audition for uh, UCB, right? Yeah. Yeah. I tried did to do a monologue from uh <laughs> From Robin yeah. Williams, Aladdin. From yeah, from Robin Williams from Aladdin. Uh, yeah, Laddie, Al, or how about just Din, or how about Laddie? Sounds like come here, <laughs> Laddie. Uh, yeah, I could do it for you, man. I won't. Wow, I won't. Yeah, I don't want you to. <laughs> Robin Williams is funny as hell in that man. He fucking, I mean, he single handedly brought comedy to to uh, animation. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, mean, there was, they were doing the Simpsons and all that shit, but you weren't seeing it like in big, like big studio animated movies, that level not of funny. Not like that kind of comedy. Yeah. 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 Because then after that is when like it has Eddie to, Murphy and everybody started becoming sidekicks in those movies. Yeah. I mean, that's like Shrek and all that stuff was born out of that. I mean, they, sure, it's like yeah. you can't do a big comedy movie or a big animated movie unless you have some level of comedy, I guess. Yeah, because even yeah. like Frozen's pretty serious, but they got fucking Gad at yakking it up as uh, Olaf. Yeah, sure. I think he's funny as hell as Olaf. And then you get a moose, and then you get a moose to do a lot of the work too. Yeah. The moose, I I saw the the um, preview for that. I thought it was like a boys' movie. I mean, it's for anybody, you know. But I was like, yeah. oh, my son is a real kind of like classic rough and tumble kid, and so I took him to see it because I was like, oh, it's a, it's like a snowman and a fucking moose or something. Yeah. And then it was a lot of singing, but he, he fucking still dug it. So I guess hey, I man. shouldn't be putting that gender stuff. Yeah, on Yeah, don't you know? do that. Plus, yeah. you know, I always love that in Disney movies and stuff, they just make whatever other animal a dog. Like the moose was just a dog, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's smart. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, look, we don't know what kind of personalities Moose will show, so just give but it a dog just personality. Made, and we'll make that horse a dog. Yeah. Your yeah. horse is always a dog. You know, like, it's just like, everything yeah. is just like man's best friend yeah. and, and reacts to you like a human being. Yeah. Yeah. I do, and it, it, It's made me like dogs more. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I put a lot of emotion on my dog that I'm sure isn't there. She just wants yeah. a fucking treat, you know, but I'm fucking- Oh, man. I'm yeah. thinking she feels guilty or something. With know? Missy all the time, whenever she get her, she cocks her head to the side. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did I make? Did yeah. I do something? Did I piss you off? <laughs> uh, well, uh, shit, man. Let's get out of here, buddy. Yeah. Um. Uh. You guys, we appreciate your questions. If you we have do. any other questions for us, uh, along the lines of what Eric asked, uh, big long question. You wanna you wanna give us a journey? You wanna brag? You want to uh, tell me a monkey story? Mm-hmm, uh, if you can mm-hmm. remember names and and the food they he ate. needs the names. He needs the names and how you feed them and how you feed them and, and how you can contact how he can contact them directly. How I can get in touch. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. That's if ask, possible. That yes, that's askthedumbbells at gmail.com. 
Mm-hmm. And then we got social media, right? Yeah, if you need to check us out on social media and you want to ask us any questions via DM sitch or whatever, or just comment on posts, please do so at the Dumbbells across all social media. Also, you know, um, subscribe to this podcast if you like it or if you haven't already or, you know... Um, you and your friends are sick and tired of listening to other pods that are fitness based, but they're just too blah blah blahy about it or whatever. Yeah, talk to us, watch, listen, everything with us. Subscribe to our podcast. Tell your friends about it. Rate, review. Tell me how ugly my baby is. I don't know. <laughs> don't do that. No, so there's fucking, one guy who did your, it. Yeah, some one fucking, guy did it. Some I, troll. Some troll did it, and we thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, but that's not the kind of game we play. But, like, you know, uh, please rate, review, five-star us. Keep yeah. us, you know, keep us humble. Keep us happy. Um, and, you know, you too. You know, stay out there. Work hard. Keep doing it, what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, we do truly, truly appreciate um, hearing the success stories. And, you know, Stanger and I, you know, off pod do check in and go like, Hey, did you see that email of, you know, yeah. uh, you guys losing this kind of weight or doing this transformation with your body. And we're, we're very, it's just cool to see that, you know, what is it close to four years that we've been doing this podcast that people, yeah. yeah, it's close to four years. We're kind of mean snarky guys that make fun of a lot of shit, <laughs> but it it is one thing that we do that's positive. Yeah. So it is nice. So keep sending those and then we'll, I'll read some more. We'll read some more on air. We'll pull a few out. Yeah. If you just, if you don't even have a question, you just want to have a straight up awesome success story. We want to hear it uh, and we'll read about it and we'll, uh, you know, you may, you might get roasted a little bit, but for the most sure. part, you'll be, you know, supported. Yeah. But we love chopping it up with you guys. So please, yeah, uh, reach out to us uh, on social media at the dumbbells or by email askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Well, on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the gorgeous dumbbells, um, mm-hmm. and all our gorgeous listening contributors out there, Eric, Bell, anybody else that wrote in, asked us the questions. The rest of the Bell babies. The rest out of there. the Bell babies and the Bell mamas and the Bell daddies. We would like to remind you guys to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Yep. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>